Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. There's a lot of words we use when we speak of Christmas and we talk about the beauty and the majesty and the love that we all feel and the warmth and the coziness. But another word that should be used is dangerous. A lot of holiday injuries. A lot of people heading to the ER, minor injuries, uh, serious injuries. Uh, Some of the more minor ones include uh, cutting ourselves while wrapping or opening presents. Ooh, the paper cut. Yeah. Not good with uh, the hand sanitizer either. No, not fun at all. Um, Slipping or tripping outdoors, that could send you to ER with the the ice and snow. Um, Burning yourself during cooking, baking for the holidays. Burned by candles. We love to set those candles up. Tripping or slipping over holiday-related objects. Now, this will send you to the uh, hospital, falling from a ladder or standing on furniture while putting up decor. Right. Um, Of course, people have fallen off of rooftops trying to put the lights up there. We've been injured by new toys, either trying to put them together or stepping on them, I guess. Oh, Lego. But all of these injuries, many of them can be avoided with a little bit of uh, patience and, uh, you know, awareness of what's going on around you. The other thing we probably need to stop doing over the holidays so we don't hurt ourselves is getting hammered. (laughs) Because almost all of these injuries, when these people were asked either in the ER or by family members, were you drinking? Yes. Yes. I was intoxicated at the time. (laughs) But how else do you get through the holidays? Right. You know. We should all, all wrap our gifts hammered. Just to, that'd be fun. One, it's a surprise for everyone when you open it. <laughs> Two, just waking up Christmas morning and you see how bad yeah. the lines are. Oh, be great. Stuck together. And, and, and the message you actually wrote on the card. <laughs> what you, card? You yeah. never loved me. <laughs> actually, speaking of wrapping gifts, I guess, I hope, I pray that uh, my gift wrapping Stations will be back in the malls because, oh, of course, during right. COVID, because I never wrap gifts. I'm no good at it. I'm horrible. It looks like a drunk six-year-old mm-hmm. wrapped my gifts. And during COVID, they weren't around. I was in the mall not too long ago, and I saw, like, they had, uh, if you go to certain entrances, they have, like, the customer service area. Yeah. And they had a big thing of wrapping paper. Year-round, they'll do it for yeah. you. Yeah, for any, any sort of uh, thing. But uh, it was my tradition, and I will hopefully be able to do it again this year where... The week leading up to Christmas, I go and I binge my shopping, and then I take them all to the wrapping station while I sit and have a couple of pints. <laughs> it's my Christmas <laughs> gift to me. <laughs> I want to stand at that station, and when you hand off all the gifts, I'll change the gifts before they wrap them. <laughs> Sometimes it's a little embarrassing with the gifts I bought. Here. <laughs> Who's this for? Take a guess. My hider. I had a real issue yesterday with Netflix and not their programming or the shows or any of that, but rather the technical side. So, and I've had this problem for some time, but yesterday I really struggled with it. So, you know, if you're watching a a series and you want to go back and, and watch something again, catch something you missed. So... When you go to the show you're watching, it'll offer you the uh, the seasons, one, two, three, and then you click on whatever season you want, and then that opens up to the to the next side, and all the different episodes pop up there. You scroll over, you scroll down, you hit the one you want to watch. Right. But if you hit the one you want to watch, and it's already 
towards the end and the credits are rolling. Yeah. There's no go back to beginning. You got to hit the rewind really fast or it just flicks into the next episode and countdown. So I was trying to rewatch an episode of Dead to Me yesterday and I was literally, it took me a half a dozen or more times, probably more times, where I'd hit play. It, it would, you know, the circle would spin. It would come up. Boom. There's the credits rolling. And the second I went to hit rewind, it would pop into the next episode coming up. Doesn't have a play from beginning no, option? No, there is that option at other times. But when you go to an episode and want to rewind it, you can't rewind it. You've got to hit it. I, eventually, I got it. But I had to literally have my finger pressing the rewind down, waiting for that circle to stop spinning. This was my life. <laughs> this is what I dealt with. I can just picture how frustrated yeah. you were getting at this thing yeah. in your house pants. Yeah. Other f people are worried about how they're going to feed their family <laughs> that night. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, losing sleep over the interest rates going up yeah, again. Yeah. I, I, I need a new transmission in my car. <laughs> you, my great-grandmother's in intensive care. What are we to do? Me. I can't rewind dead to me <laughs> for the second or third time yeah. you're watching. Because I've had too much to drink the night before, and I don't remember what the hell we watched. That was my day yesterday. <laughs> you? <laughs> uh, shocking turn of events. There's an hockey rink again. Really? And they came home and watched a bit of the end of the Leaf game. And um, so like, you go to a hockey rink to watch hockey to come home. Right. You, I think you need. Is there an a? Is there like a hockey AA out there? No. I think you need some sort of sponsorship. I don't think so. Well, I, mean, I think it's too part, much. Well, it's part of what we do in terms of our work because I was only watching. Uh, I was. I actually didn't watch much of the game. I was watching to find out whether or not Mitch Marner had extended his point streak. No, but if you look at your life in general, and sometimes you know, like. I admit I drink too much. Mm. Sometimes you have to look at your life and go, okay, maybe it's too much. So you work in hockey. Right. Your kids play hockey, so yes. you're in the rink all the time. You come home and watch hockey. Right. You watch hockey highlights on your computer. Yes. It's it's probably all too much combined, too much hockey. Well, a lot of it has to do with work, though. I know, but it's also your passion. I'm right. saying... Watch watch pickleball. Find <laughs> you know what you know what I've had a lot of highlights of that showed up on my computer Find, for some reason well, too. Stephen Colbert did recently a celebrity pickle. I watched yeah. some of it. I watched that. I was involved. Yeah, I started watching a bit of it and got completely bored. It is pretty bad. It's really boring. I again missing the boat all the time. Years ago, before anybody really knew about pickleball, I had an opportunity to get involved investment-wise in pickleball courts in Windsor. Okay. Because a lot of seniors retire, are and still do, retire out of Toronto, and they move down there. It gets some quick access into Detroit and flights and cheaper and all of that. And pickleball has become a sport for seniors. You know, and when I say seniors... Sometimes anybody over 35, 40. I was going to say it started out that way, but it's, it's taken on its popularity. It's huge right now. And I went, no. And I think it was, like, not a whole lot of dough to, like, get in on this little investment to build these pickle courts, pickleball courts. And now somebody's living off a of big pickle money. And I, <laughs> you're eating pickles. And I'm <laughs> and holding it. Uh, last night, the People's Choice Awards were on, and highlights, it is said, include Lizzo getting the People's Champion Award. 
And uh, she said to be an icon isn't about how long you've had your platform. Being an icon is what you do with that platform. And then she uh, put her money where her mouth is by bringing 17 female activists on stage, introducing each one of them by name and explaining the work they do. She is such an unbelievable talent. I was introduced to her music some time back. And I will admit it gets a very loud spin at the Ven Ranch. I am uh, I'm a fan. Okay. Yeah. She's incredibly talented. Throw out that word icon a lot. Seems uh seems quite bold. Mm. Well, I think it's a well, that's just an award for being a, a decent person. Like icon just really kind of expresses bigger than now. I don't Yeah. Can you refer to yourself as an icon? Well like I have to say, that lucky he's some kind of icon. You're talking about an emoji kind of icon. <laughs> You're shaped. like a symbol. <laughs> it's like there was a, a woman was on with Trevor Noah the other day, and um, she's all, all sorts of things, written books. She's a professor. She's a this. She's a that. She's been called a genius, and he's uh, he said to her, you know, like with the, the title genius, do you, like, refer to yourself that way? And she goes, well, no, part of the deal, and I guess she got this title through, like, a Mensa thing or something. She said, you, you can't refer to yourself. Others gotcha. can. Right. You can't say, hi, I'm, I'm the genius Craig Vett. Not that I would ever say. <laughs> but the, I can't spell genius. <laughs> well, it's just it's our, our penchant to over-exaggerate. Right. All the time. Right. You got to really, you know, like, star isn't big enough. No. A champion isn't big enough. You got to be an icon. Yeah. Selma Blair won competition contest of the year on the People's Choice Awards for Dancing with the Stars. Of course, she's battling MS. Right. Shania Twain picked up the Music Icon Award and uh, supposedly proved exactly why she deserved it. She did, uh, it is said, a fantastic medley of her hits. And uh, she was rocking out. She's back on tour, I think. Next yeah. Year. Yeah, she really did disappear for a while. I watched that documentary on her. Tough life over there in Switzerland. Right. She seems to be really struggling. <laughs> Sitting there on her... Uh... Listen, but, but that being said, she had her struggles she early did. on. She came from nothing. She came a long way from... Thunder Bay. Yeah. <laughs> but like, even in the documentary, she talks about Thunder Bay, but very little. Like, I, I don't think she vacations back there very no. often. No, no. But, you know, from going... Where was she? Collingwood? At one point, she was like, performing there. Yeah. She, yeah, this is a, a funny little thing about Windsor. So she was born there. Like, I stayed there as long as she was a fetus, basically. <laughs> but I remember when she hit it big. She was born in Windsor? She was born in Windsor. And then her dad got a job up in Thunder Bay. Right. And that's why they ended up there. And then her parents split. And she was broke. I think her one of them died. The mom oh, died. Like, oh. not an easy child. No, not at all. But Windsor's hanging on to that credit. Oh, yeah. They, they were waving that flag. Yeah. Home of Shania Twain. It's like that home of Bobby Orr up there in Perry Sound. When's the last time Bobby Orr made it into Perry Sound? Um, so, yeah, what else happened? Oh, yeah, Shania Twain, she got that. Uh, but I guess the big moment of the night was Olivia Wilde and her nipples. It was wild. Yeah. She was wearing some see-through gown and so exposed that they were that the producers blurred the whole screen. Oh, really? And then they pulled the camera back and avoided any close-ups. So... I recorded it. I haven't watched it. I will be this afternoon. <laughs> Wait a minute. You recorded it? Oh, yeah. People's Choice Awards. Sure. You know I love my award shows. <laughs> I mean, I'll watch it over lunch. I thought you watched like, the, the Oscars and the, all of them. the Emmys. All, all of them. All of them. Wow. Although I must admit, even now, it, like with the music awards, I don't know 99% of the performers. 
Uh, I'm, I'm like that old guy sitting in the house going, who the hell's making the rocket? I don't know anybody anymore. But I'll watch it over lunch. Ryan Reynolds received the People's Icon Award. Right. Uh, Trevor Noah, his last day as the host of The Daily Show is tomorrow. Uh, and then he's just going to go do whatever he wants to do, he says. I'd, I'd be interested to see, and I think it would be great. I thought about this yesterday when I was watching the show because they were showing some highlights. And I thought, wouldn't it be great if he brought his mom on? Because he's always speaking, spoken so fondly of her. Mm. She raised him. And if you read his book, she's a central figure in his entire life. Uh, he's gone back to South Africa. He's, he spends time with his family there. He's incredibly close with his mother. But I don't know that we've ever seen her. I think she'd just be a great final guest. Right. Yeah, well, listen, his book, if you haven't read it, you turned me on to it. It's yeah. a fantastic read. It really is. Yeah, it's really good. So he's done tomorrow. Uh, they don't. Uh, they haven't announced yet who the next host will be, but they have a list of uh, celebrity guests filling in until they figure it out. The show doesn't come back till January 17th. So Chelsea Handler's on that list. Leslie Jones, Cal Penn, Al Franken, Sarah Silverman, Wanda Sykes, Roy Wood Jr., who's so great on the show, and Desi Linick are also going to sit behind the desk. So we will wait and see who gets that gig next. Will Ferrell played cowbell during his son's band <laughs> performance during a cancer benefit. Of course he did. Yeah. I wonder if his shirt was up over his gun. <laughs> See him play pickleball? He was pretty funny playing pickleball. Yeah, he's on that pickled show that yeah. Stephen Colbert did. That was kind of funny. It just went too long, to be honest. dragged on and on and on. Matthew Perry is going to start watching Friends. Okay. He never watched it. If you read his book, it's funny, too. He talks about and he highlights. He goes, if you're watching, like, season three and you see my face is fat and bloated, it's because I was drinking. Yeah. By season six, if you see me down to 128 pounds, it's, uh, I was on pills. Watch it with Courtney Cox because apparently she doesn't remember <laughs> any of it. Which, that really just grinds me. To, to make a statement like that, I don't remember any of yeah. my filming days on Friends. Do you remember anything? you don't remember the lot, the set? It's, it's kind of like when celebrities ask about, when they're asked about how they got their career started. Their story, anybody who says, oh, I don't know, I was just shoe shopping and an agent found me, that grinds me. Right. I never thought of being an actor or an actress or a model. Me, I always feel so bad for somebody in East Hollywood living in a shoebox <laughs> who's been on auditions for everything from happy days till now right. and can't land a gig. But no, you just happen to be eating a burger in the surgery. Oh, just on one of the biggest shows in history. Yeah. I don't remember it. <laughs> Give me a break. Um, and finally, GoFundMe has honored Mila Kunis and her husband, Ashton Kutcher, because they raised about 37 million bucks for Ukraine. Wow. Yeah, not bad. It's the second highest amount. I don't know what the first first uh, highest is, but they sit at number two with 37 million. So good on them. Lucky we have to hand in our headphones. Bye. We have to hand in our keys and walk away. We made a horrible, horrible mistake. We should both hang our heads in shame. Why? What do we do? We said Shania Twain was from Thunder Bay and she's from Timmins. Oh, I know. <laughs> We're getting crucified for it. Oh, no, yeah. 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 Well, we've had two complaints. That's <laughs> right. Thunder Bay, Timmins. They're both the same armpit. Any, anyone complaining hasn't been there anyway. <laughs> Shut up. Who cares? Yeah. Even Shania Twain just reached out. And she said, she's like, no, I'm from, I'm from Switzerland. I'm, I'm officially a resident of Switzerland, so you can all... I'll just, you know. Uh, thank you. Thank you for 
correcting us. We we like to make sure we're always right <laughs> on all the facts. If we were collected, but corrected on everything we said. <laughs> oh, we, we've been so hideously wrong on so many things. Never let the truth get in the way of a good story. Let's talk cussing, shall we? Who doesn't love a good cuss? Mm. Love to swear. Uh, I really believe it's good for your health. Um, but this is interesting. No matter what language you cuss in, the choice words you're using probably don't include these four letters. L, R, Y, and W. So across the planet, in every language, when you're swearing, those four letters are for the most part not involved. Unless you're adding a holy to it. Mm. Then you're adding the L and the Y. Yeah. Uh, if you remember with George Carlin's famous seven words you can't say on TV, two words did use the R, the letter R, but they were the final letter in those words. Right, okay. Oh, a bleeper. Oh, yeah. A uh, type, those two words are words you can say once on the radio. <laughs> you can get away with it once. On your way out. On the way out. <laughs> You combine the two, you probably won't get halfway through the second and they'll have uh, yes. cut the mic. Um, yeah, it's very interesting. And I guess it's got to do with the fact that L's, R's, Y's, and W's are not that hard yeah, sound softer off tones. Yeah. Yeah, you need that hard constant. It's really got to kick you in. You really do. And the, the release you get from it, mm -hmm. like, it, it is crazy. And golf is a fantastic place to hear them, too. Yeah, like you'll find the most quiet, mild-mannered person who tries to strike an inanimate object, mm -hmm. and the words that they express in that moment are fantastic. And the litany, like the the way they the way they you know tie them together. Right. It's a lot of hard consonants. My dad was the champion, I believe, of getting really upset and just splicing together about nine to twelve different words. <laughs> you bleep and bleep and bleep, bleep, bleep. You go bleep yourself, bleep it all day long till I bleep and die. Oh, yeah. He was... Full on Clark Griswold. Oh, yeah. Oh, he was a beauty. Yeah. I'm going to try to upset him over Christmas, see if he can still do it. He's 83 now. He might not have the P and V to get it out. But he would be, he would go, and this is probably... Try to upset him over Christmas, yeah, he well, this is what I'll do. This is what I'll do. I'll bring up family memories. And, and I, I know I have this in me as well. He would be so quick to anger. Like, he'd be trying to fix something, you know, reattach maybe like a cupboard door. Mm -hmm. And he couldn't get it to line up. And within seconds, the cupboard door would be thrown across the room. Yeah. Screwdriver tossed out the window. And then the swear words. I'm guilty of being quick to it as yeah. well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We see it in ourselves. Yeah. Like, I really, you know, you speak of the golf course. I've, I've made a, a a bit of a promise to myself that I'm really going to try next year to squash almost all emotion on the golf course. I'm being very honest. Like, I'm I'm going to try, because last year there was one game where I even embarrassed myself at the height of my anger. <laughs> like, I even thought, oh, Craig, you really, you really have to pull this together. So I'm I'm going to try very hard, whether it's a bad shot or a great shot, I am going to try to be even keeled about okay. it all. I'm going to try. Because you're really getting angry, especially in golf. Getting angry does you 
absolutely zero good. Mm. Because you just completely messes you with your head, and you, you now you're trying to line up your next shot, but you're so fuming. Yes. Well, and that is the release, if you just... Have one bout of anger and can release and let it go is right. one thing. The fuming is the problem. <laughs> <laughs> when you're still swearing at one shot when hitting the next one, yeah, and I've there guilty. is a problem. I've been guilty. I will say, uh, you know, there is certainly one swear word that even I barely ever use, and it's got a couple of hard consonants in it, and and it's the word that. Uh, I, when you hear a woman say it, it's even shocking and oh, chilling. Oh, the sea bomb Yeah, and, and, and it's one that is used in other parts of the world. England, for example, uses it as an everyday word. It's, mm. it's not uh, considered a swear word, but it's such a harsh one. And I want to share this story because it was, it was pretty funny. My eldest son, his girlfriend, played Maria recently in a stage production of The Sound of Music. And if you've seen that movie, then you know at the point when Maria goes back to the Abbey, and she doesn't want to be with the Von Trapps it's anymore. Your favorite part of the movie. Favorite part of the movie of all time. <laughs> and any time I ask somebody, have you seen the part when the nun with the German accent or Austrian accent uh, says, you know, the line she says, it really sounds like she's dropping that hard C just because of the accent. And she's trying to say, what is it you can't face? I have to say it so slowly. Cannot, yes. yes. Well, in this stage production, I was waiting for that moment, and I was, was wondering. Was she trying to do the accent, the woman yeah, I was her? hoping she would. Um, I was wondering, are they just going to cut it out completely, like avoid it, like reword it somehow? But she says to Maria, what is it you cannot face? And she really dragged it out. Oh, right. Best part of the play, because then there's a woman playing another nun behind her who does a prayer. <laughs> And thank you, and the whole audience erupts. Like, it was the funniest moment of the whole production. So almost everybody knows that. And if you don't, look it up on uh, I hadn't YouTube. really noticed it until you pointed it out yeah. a few years ago. And now you can't not hear it. <laughs> That's can't. Can't not hear it. The city with the most bridges in the world, Hamburg, Germany. Okay. Yeah. What is it? Amsterdam. It's Hamburg. The first seven flavors of Lifesavers were peppermint, wintergreen, clove, licorice, cinnamon, violet, and chocolate. Wow, I don't remember any of those. Only peppermint and wintergreen are still around. Remember you used to get Lifesavers as a Halloween candy? It's also a Christmas. You got a Christmas box of them, I remember, at one uh. time. It was a stocking stuffer. They still have them? I guess, I guess I think, so. Yeah, I think they're still around. All the sweaters Fred Rogers wore on Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood were knitted by his mother. Oh, that's nice. Japan is the only country left in the world with a monarchy that uses emperor instead of king or queen. Okay. Hearing rumors, too, that uh, speaking of royalty, that uh, Harry and Meghan are a bit on the skids, that a Brady situation could be unfolding. Uh, you're <laughs> just if it happens, I, <laughs> the power I wield. Um, do you like the kale? I know you don't like the kale. Not many people do. No. I, I mean, I, you hide chips. it in things. Yeah, salads and such. In a salad with enough dressing on it. <laughs> My favorite stat, I think, of all time is that the biggest consumer or purchaser of kale in the 90s mm. was Pizza Hut. Mm -hmm. 
for the decoration around their salad bars. Nobody. Like, that is just an unbelievable stat. Yeah, it's terrific. But now we're like trying to rush to put them into salad bars. Speaking of salads and salad dressing, I have been introduced to the Italian dressing from um, uh, Olive Garden. It's it's sold in bottles. Oh. Now, as I've said many times, it, although Olive Garden isn't here in Canada anymore. You I know think. what? There was one in Winnipeg. Oh, really? Yeah, well, I, can stay there. I thought about, man, I haven't seen an Olive Garden. It was busy. I was joking over the weekend with uh, an aunt of mine who um, loves the Olive Garden so much so that she... Uh, she goes to New York quite a bit on business, and whenever she's in Manhattan, she'll eat at the Olive Garden there. Really? Like, you're in Manhattan. You're in New York. <laughs> One of the greatest Italian food places on the planet next to Italy, and you go to Olive Garden. Anyhow, their Italian dressing, which is sold at Costco, I believe. Oh, really? I could eat that like a soup. Really? Oh, it's so flipping good and so bad for you. <laughs> Like it's ninety nine percent bad cholesterol. Like it's just love it. Yeah. So anyhow, a regular serving of kale is about two cups. I couldn't get through a quarter cup, and it has more vitamin C than an orange. Wow. But I will take an orange any day. You know, I wish I ate more fruit. My problem is I'm too damn lazy to deal with it. Right. Even opening a banana, peeling a banana seems too much effort. Uh huh. Yet I can rip into a bag of chips at the <laughs> drop of a <laughs> peel back a thing of hell of a good dip and open up the chips and go to town. What do you think the best selling car of all time is? Uh, just any car, yeah, Raider uh, car? Worldwide biggest selling car, this company has sold more units of this vehicle than any other car company. Toyota Corolla. You're spot on. Yeah. Yes, sir. More than 50 million of them have been sold worldwide. Wow. Since they came out in 1966. Known as one of the most reliable cars out there, too, right? Yeah. The well, resale. We had that to stat about the uh, top 10 vehicles that can get you 400,000 kilometers. Right. And six of them were Toyotas. That's true. Uh, the runner-up, the Volkswagen Beetle, sold oh. 21 million units. Wow. Hmm. I like Volkswagen. I drive Volkswagen. Do you hear that, Volkswagen? <laughs> <laughs> I'm available. Right. Pour myself out. And uh, Larry the Cable Guy, you know the comedian Larry the Cable yes. Guy? Never worked as a cable guy. Who's <laughs> <laughs> that? Rock Mornings with, with Craig Venn and Lucky. Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.